I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here at the Dream Factory are ever so simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage, where somehow, through ancient traditions and having an uncodified constitution, the entire script for this film will be read out at the coronation of King Charles III in 2023. I'm Joel, a man who puts the hell I'm going to be walking on eggshells here. And across from me is John Harris, a man who respectfully removed all nine French flags and mini guillotine from his front lawn last Thursday. Hello, John. Hello, mate. How are we doing? That was a nice move. At what time in the day did you do that? Uh, The official confirmation or when you heard rumblings? Uh, Yeah, when when the BBC started dressing all in black and taking over all broadcasting, I started to slowly move one by one each guillotine (laughs) into the the kitchen. (laughs) It's good for chopping veg. It's great for chopping veg. Off with their veg. Um, I, uh, it's weird, right? You feel like you have to. You should talk about it, even though we're a made-up movie podcast. It's so. I don't you think with every, every conversation you've had since then, don't you, haven't you been like, "Whoa, the news"? Where, yeah. How did you? How, I, I really like hearing how people heard about it. It's big. It's a big news story. It's like the biggest one for ages, which is crazy because it feels like we're constantly in big news stories. Like yeah, so it takes years. it takes big news to like yeah. to actually feel like big because because you're right because there is like big news every other day to actually feel like big news, it has to be big news and I think this qualifies as big news. Put some reverb on that for me, John. Um, well day. <laughs> it, it was crazy. I heard I heard the news in Morrison's. I heard the news in Fr- I was in France, but we'll get to that afterwards. We'll we'll do some holiday. I've literally got in my notes holiday chat as post. So great, 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 great. Anyway, how about this one from Stu? The pervs of being a wallflower. So perks of being a wallflower. Teenage coming of age film mm-hmm. based on a book. I'd, I'd say it's not controversial to state that you're probably at your perviest as a teenager. Whoa. Okay. I think I'm at my perviest right now. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> That's a uh, interesting. But I, uh, but I don't want to speak too soon because who knows what what's to come. Well, exactly. I, might, I might get pervier. I actually think you're wrong. I think old men are the perviest, aren't they? I don't know. Mm, true. Pervy old man. That's, you hear that more than pervy little pervy teenager. Do pervy you? teenager. They're all. They're you know teenagers are generally all horny. Whereas I think when you get older, it's just the old men sort of leering in the corner, isn't it? So it feels yeah. you're right. They are always I, in a corner. I, I think I've mistaken horniness for perviness, and you're right. They're two distinct. You've done it things. again. <laughs> your honor um 
Uh, I made the crime. If 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 mistaking horniness for perviness is a crime, lock me up and throw away the key. <laughs> no, it is. I, yeah, it's not a pervy time. I would say it's a horny time. And being um, a wallflower could often be mistaken for perviness, and um, you know, being quiet in the corner and stuff. Quiet in the corner, observing. They're mm. very both are very observant. One thing they all share in common: pervs and wallflowers. Observancy. Yeah, I don't really know that much about the plot. I know that there's a bit in the film where he, the f- lad, is he the wallflower? Jonathan Wallflower, right? No, because he, that would because be good, though. No, it is, because he's from the family Wallflower who are like landed gentry, but they go bust. I don't know if you're making this up. No, no, this is this is right. I'm sure this is right, because we, um, I think we did it in English at some point. So he's from the Wallflower family, and they're inherently loaded. And then I think something happens with the dad, and they go bust, and he has to go to like a regular school, and that's why it's really difficult for him to make friends with the normalos and so like that's why it's like loaded with pop culture and music and stuff because he's trying to ingratiate himself with all the other teens i see yeah and all of that i just made up that was good though thanks man i believed it (laughs) thanks thanks i thought he was a bit on the nose calling the family surname wallflower jonathan wallflower yeah well that was like a dickens trick right wasn't everyone in dickens called like michael idiot and (laughs) david the barman david barman yeah Yeah. so that maybe that's just you know in a grand timmy rich boy yeah yeah yeah. timmy (laughs) tiny timmy rich boy Um, no he wouldn't call it timmy rich boy because timmy seems quite small and timid Mm. but rich boy sounds big and rich so yeah i couldn't write a dickens novel is what i'm trying to say no i'm confessing right now so yeah there's some pervs and they perv on things but they do it in a shy coy way and they're the heroes of the film. And they're the heroes. Yeah. Because it's uh, <coughs> it's not often enough they're given their time to shine. What about this one from Joanna, who's emailed in the show? Uh, mm-hmm. Hi, guys. I've been binging for a few weeks, and I'm currently on the episode from the 1st of June, 2020. So I'm still wow. a bit behind. What just, was happening then? So we, uh, we, just re, we just sort of got back into the groove then because of COVID. That's it. Joanna's had to live through us recording in person, us breaking up, wow. a big breakup, and then coming back together. Shit. We're now in the pandemic. Um, I've, I obviously, naturally, I found the episode that was around that date. Yeah. Um, and I've got the description. Great. But even though this was from a couple of years ago, so it explains why we don't have a clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. We could probably do that for, 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 for the episode from a month ago and also not have a clue Amazing. what was going on. Anyway. What, what's the description? Uh, uh, so the title is, I tell you who's a real Superman. Mm. I think that's a joke about Jesus. Okay. I think that's like a joke about You're, You priest. are so much better at memory. I, I, could, I can't tell you what the last episode was or a word I, I said. Like, I think that's us pretending to be a hip priest who's like, I'll tell you who was a real uh, superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, the description is, would boxing be allowed in corona times if the opponent isn't human? <laughs> I thought this you were going to say if they had really big gloves. <laughs> <laughs> This week on the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast, a flea jumps out of a stadium, which we do remember that reference because Joel brings it up once a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my references. <laughs> and Colin Firth is boiled alive. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Joanna, you, you are having a world time. Wow. wow. No other show is doing that. I'm telling you now, in the Venn diagram of things that any podcast on earth covers, there is not a single one. I would say, not even in an episode, in their entire run that has mentioned a flea jumping out of a stadium and Colin Firth being boiled alive. That is phenomenal. We are nothing right. if not broad. Absolutely. Right, should we have Joanna's uh, ideas? So, Can't wait. 
National Treasure Island. Nick Cage has to steal the Declaration of Independence from a pirate who he can only locate using a treasure map. That's really good. So the, yep. it's on the move. Oh, so it's like a magical pirate map. No, yeah, I think it is. And here's what's happened. Nick Cage stole the Declaration of Independence from wherever he stole it from in the first film. And then pirates stole it off him. Yeah. And, and now he's trying to steal it back from pirates. Why does everyone want it so much? Is it valuable? I guess it's valuable. That's a stupid question. Is it valuable? Is the, ori- <laughs> is the original Declaration of Independence of any worth? I would imagine it just shows up on um, Antiques Roadshow with like <laughs> the crew of the Jolly Rogers stood around. But hang on, but no, but you can't pirates sell it. Pirates are in the past. <clears throat> pirates are oh, sorry, in the no. past. Well, go on. What was your point about selling it first? Can you sell it? Can you sell the... I don't know. Who Probably would buy not. it? To a museum? It'd be black market stuff, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. It'd be like... It's like a in a Bond villain's house. It's when I was be... a, when I was a kid, I thought the black market was a real place. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was like a market, but shady. Shade, yeah, seedy. Like everyone, there were still stalls, mm. but it was all just stolen goods and drugs and illegal things. I thought it was a real. I thought you went to sell it on the black market, and the police just sort of didn't bother. Well, they don't know where it is. <laughs> right, pirates are in the past. Nick Cage is in the present. Whoa! So he travels they... through time. Well, do pirates? predate the declaration of independence because if so what it's not going to be of any value to pirates <laughs> unless yeah, of course they pirate. do right yeah it could be a modern pirate we could just be a modern pirate mm. it's like they've got like a they've got like a what's it called a, th- a thingy punk what's, what's a thingy pump where every punk where everything's brass steampunk and, yeah they've got steampunky sort of cyber aesthetic nice but do they still parlay still. all of my yeah. knowledge about pirates comes from the curse of the black pearl <laughs> Yeah, they and they talk. Do they talk? Yeah, they talk like West Country. Yeah, that I mean, it, it the cultural sort of significance of the West Country, like pirates. Accent, pirates is probably one of their biggest sort of cultural yeah. exports, right? Uh, they're big. Yeah, uh, exports more generally. It's kind of pirates, cider, and cheese, right? Yeah, fair but, play. I mean, if you're gonna have three things to be known for, I can't actually think of anything better. Booze, food, and a. And a voice. It's all great. Oh, and what a voice. Where, where, where did you grow up? Buckinghamshire. Yeah. What's the three big things to come out of Buckinghamshire? James Corden. Exactly. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> um, Cordon it off. Hey. Cut off the supplies. Oh, cordon it off. I didn't even... Great. Um, no, good. Do you know what? What's mostly interesting about this is I've got no idea when Joanna's going to hear that her email was read out. I, 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 it's just... We I might be that- dead. Well, she's been binging for a few weeks now, and she's got to the 1st of June 2020. I can't mm, remember mm. when we started the podcast, but that's that's quite a lot. Well, she got through the whole main run. Of she the did. Main run. That suggests that everything since has been a bonus. Like, <laughs> this is just... This we're is just, just we're, yeah, we're just finding our feet again. <laughs> but yeah, that that's a lot to go through. So, Joanna, we uh, hope and beg that you uh, listen to something else, because for we the love cannot have... We cannot have that on our conscience that you're just listening to this. This is the thing. And I've we said this before. When people aren't listening, I'm like, come on, guys. It's not bad. And then yeah. when anyone is listening, I'm like, what the fuck are I you know, doing? I know, I know. When anyone says it's like one of their favorite things, I think you must not experience any other culture. <laughs> this is You must only have access to one thing. Of a, like on your, your phone must just be a Dream Factory machine at this point. Yeah. Um, because there's so much out there, guys. There's some really good stuff. Are you like Steve Rogers, Captain America? Have you been, just been transported from the 40s? Like, <laughs> there's other good stuff that happened in the last few years. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right. Uh, on the subject of uh, first-time uh, correspondence, we've got one from Marius. Thank you very much, new listeners. We love you. Uh, welcome to the gang, but also people who send in ideas every week. Thank you so much because you're all keeping the show alive. Thank mm-hmm, you very much. Mm-hmm. Please keep know, I've, coming I've gone quite weirdly earnest there. Right, this one's from Marius. Edge of today, Tom Cruise is a knife enthusiast and picks a different pocket knife to carry every day. When one day he gets killed with a knife, he reverts back to the same morning and starts again, picking a different knife every day. Tom has to figure out which of the knives will save him to break the cycle. That's cool. Is Edge because of the like, a blade a edge? A blade, yeah. Mm. I feel like Marius has got... The amount of times Marius has said knife in that in that suggestion, I think maybe there's some subliminal messaging to us. Or maybe his job is just one of those, like, you know, like in Debenhams, there'll be a guy demonstrating knives. So maybe he just spends a lot of time around knives. Have you in ever been France, convinced by one of those people? You know, they're like, they'll slice a tomato so thin. Yeah. You can only dream of a knife like that. Have you ever had a situation where, I'm not saying this is my current situation, where you've been in a shared house and all of the knives are blunt? All the knives are, all the knives are blunt. Have you ever had that before? Uh, yeah. Well, I've got, I've got a knife sharpener here now, but that is a relatively <gasps> oh, new wow. sort of investment in my life. And this, yeah, I, 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 I dream of sort of being able to have enough disposable income at some point to buy like Japanese knives. Oh, don't you know we what all? I mean? Yeah. Like to have proper, just knives that you know are just going to cut for anything. No yeah. problem. Although the sharper a knife is, the more damage it will do when you inevitably cut yourself. And that, yeah, so of course, but what a clean knife, cut. Ah, oh, it looks beautiful. Because I'm dealing with a bread knife. I mean, I've dealt with a bread knife in the past, but it's like a nail file. You know, it's just it's just squashing bread. If I have to cut bread, <laughs> so I might as well just rip it with my bare hands. The the shared house blunt blunt knife is an, the real epidemic. Oh, I, I would say I bear that in mind. Because um, who's buying knives for a shared house? No one. Oh yeah the the communal cut the, the communal sort of kitchen area in a shared place is sort of bleak i'd say generally mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the most mismatched mugs you've ever seen in your life yeah pints yep. from pubs i'm guessing a few pint glasses from pubs well no it's quite mature here so there is like an egg brush you know oh okay yeah so i can Hello. paint i can paint my eggs any color i like <laughs> <laughs> and that's great because that is my big hobby right we need to get to marius's point here yep so he's picking a 
Tom Cruise, he must be, yeah, he must be one of those guys who goes to um, department stores and is advertising knives. Mm -hmm. Why would he have a different knife for every day? Exactly. He's demonstrating a different knife every day. And maybe on his way out from a demonstration... Gets killed by one of his own knives. He gets killed. No, he works in an enormous knife shop and he gets stabbed. How how big, John? How big is the shop? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Wait. Is it an enormous knife shop? Or is it an enormous <laughs> knife shop? The shop is enormous and it sells knives. It's, um, <laughs> okay, so it's not a shop, a normal size shop that sells three huge knives. No, it's often a, it's often a road in Kent, and it is it proudly announces itself as uh, Europe's biggest knife shop mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. on the big signs as you're driving past. And so he goes, and for some weird reason, for some magic jiggery pokery he has to work out what knife from his knife shop stabbed him amazing to to break the cycle so what does he do so if he knows i reckon you know with all of these films when they're repeating the day eventually they go mad i reckon there's a day where he just stabs himself with as many knives from the shop as he can (laughs) (laughs) to see if it's so graphic and the the worrying thing here john is that tom cruise tom cruise does all his own stunts (laughs) no i knew where that was going (laughs) shit have you seen that video of him the other day? The man is wild. No the man has got no fear of death. It's so insane. Like he must be actors are generally insured, aren't they? There must there's no way he's insured. I thought this when he was on those planes. He, there's no way. I don't know. I don't know how insurance and films work, Joel. But I but I know exactly how it works. And I'm so telling you Tom, there's no way. So he goes through all these crazy ways to work out how mm-hmm. to sort of what the knife was. Mm. Uh, and then eventually, he re- like one of his assistants points out that he could have just done a stock check of what knife had <laughs> been missing since the stabbing. Yeah, and who did the stabbing? Uh, um, the guy that runs a spoon shop next door. <laughs> <laughs> he was stabbed by a spoon. <laughs> oh, brilliant! That's the twist. <laughs> oh, good. Well, that's stuff. really good. Hey, how about this one from Alex? Inspired by Michael Flatley's gangster movie Point Break. Now, Point is Point a ballet thing. I think it I is. I believe so. Where you just go on your toes. Yeah, that's um, right. I'm the Michael that. Flatley gangster movie. In a in a former life, we did a podcast about the worst movies in the world. I would give anything to have a reason to watch this film. Uh, I mean, the, uh, he's a se- Michael Flatley, the Irish dancer and superstar, has self funded man. Is he? He's an American man. Isn't that mad? No way. I always just assumed he was Irish. No, he's. Uh, you know, I, I assume he's American. You know, of I- Irish heritage but he is mm, an american mm, man mm. yeah he self-funded a gangster film uh, he filmed it in his own house and <laughs> it, i think i think was, it's he, been what, in... was he just so bored during covid is that the thing well i actually listened to an interview with him recently about this right um naturally and john you've he, got a he, child how are you finding time to listen <laughs> to an interview with michael flatley he he can't i don't i don't think he can dance anymore I don't think he can't dance at all anymore, but mm. he can't like tour the world dancing every single night. So he needed a new pursuit and apparently he's always wanted to do films. So he um, made his own gangster film and the reviews are bad. Yeah. Well, do you want another little tidbit about Flatley? Please. Clearly he's been trying to break away from being... Well, no, actually, that's, this, this, that's not true because this, this ties in. <sighs> I can't believe what I'm about to read. This is so much weirder than the film thing. Starting in the early 2010s, Flatley has used his choreographer dance moves to create artwork with his feet. 
Yes, I love it. By dancing upon paint-splattered canvas. You're not going to believe what I'm about to say. A series of paintings he created in the mid-2010s was based upon the Great Irish Famine. <laughs> what? Okay. It, you know, how do you, how do you retell a part of history that's been told so often? <laughs> yeah, how do you find true. a new angle? You use your feet. A new perspective. You use your feet. Incredible. My the first Christmas I was with my partner, her her mum bought me Michael Flatley's autobiography. Like in the knowledge it's insane and funny. Uh, cool. And each chapter opens with like a famous person's quote about Michael Flatley. Fucking that is fantastic. It's incredible. That is so good. I mean that is a podcast to be made if someone just I don't think you'd legally be allowed to do it, but just reviewing that book mm. chapter by chapter because it is it's incredible. As long as you put a link to Amazon to buy it in the bio every episode, I think you're fine. Got it. Um, right, should we do our own ideas? Oh, we've got to get I'd love to do my own ideas. How about this one from my own? Teen werewolf in London. You know werewolf, teen. American werewolf in London? But teen it's a, but werewolf. It's, it's teen, it's a teen wolf. Teen wolf, got it. Bloody so he's, it's so. just a teen discovering, I don't know what teens like to do in London anymore. From what I can tell, John, they drink a lot of bubble tea. Oh, yeah. So I think it's a werewolf and either... The only way you can transform or transform back is by drinking a bubble tea. So there's some really ah. funny, there's some really, because there's always like an hour long queue at these places. So maybe there's some really funny moments where the werewolf's <laughs> just in an hour long queue for bubble tea. Look, teenagers who are listening, which I'm sure is many of you. Oh, there's so many teenagers. They love we, Dream Factory. We, we had our own bubble tea, but it was milkshakes that included Ugh. chocolate bars in them. Every street corner when we were teenagers. That, they went crazy. That's such a, great observation that was our bubble tea they were all called like shake shack or shake them loose or shake them round yeah. town or um <laughs> that was just three of the ones shake i used off. to go to shake it um, off yeah and you put like oh yeah i have the like the caramac and kinder bueno milkshake please uh, yeah oh such a weird couple of years isn't it you could literally go in and be like oh yeah can i get the milkshake can i have a kit kat and a packet of skittles and like a flump in it please <laughs> like, yeah of course you can like, these places opened at 9am. They, they, ma- they made bubble tea industrial- like a green smoothie. <laughs> and they put them in an industrial blender with <laughs> they were, a they were blend ice cream. Anything. <laughs> they would blend through anything. There were some, you know, like in Scotland, you can take your own chocolate bar. Yeah. And they'll batter it for you. Yeah. There were, I'm pretty sure I'm remembering this right. There were milkshake places you could do that with. You could take in any. Shut up. Like, no, sweets and, sweets and chocolate. You couldn't take in like a haddock. <laughs> So make me a haddock shake. A chicken with bones still in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, your idea. Come on. Let's have it. Bad Boys Poo. You know Winnie the Pooh uh, is, is oh, out of... Um, that trailer. Trademark. That horror yeah. film trailer is... Creepy. It's so creepy. So yeah, Bad Boys Poo. Mm-hmm. I assume the it'll be him and uh, Piglet sort of as cops in America. That's really good. Thank you very much. What Will was your Smith- favourite job? Will Smith needs a comeback vehicle. True. My favourite, I think, hmm, what did we have the best chats about? I think I'm going to say my favourite was Joanna, so that when the world has, is crumbling and the last thing she hears in 2026 before the floods consume her is that her film won Dream Factory a week, that week, a few years ago. Congratulations, Joanna. Well done, Joanna. Enjoy living on Mars. Oh, wait. Michael Flatley's Irish dancing his way into the room <laughs> and he's covered in paint. I've got to go. <laughs> Ah, oh, there we go. Well done, John. Hello, mate. 
That was um, really fun. Nice to be back. We haven't well, spoken for for a month, an entire month. I think it was the twelfth of August we last. Oh, because we recorded them double bubble, did didn't both. we? we yeah. Did, yeah, long time. I've had two holidays in that period wow. of time, which is too many. It's I've one had one many. holiday, which is the right amount of holiday. Congratulations. Have um, you got anything to I, tell me about your holidays? No, it's just exhausting having a baby on holiday. It's no mm. no longer really a holiday. I love him and he is great, but I was quite pleased to drop him off at nursery this morning. Not mm. gonna lie. Mm. I've heard you've got. Did, some, did he have to bring stuff. back? Did he have to bring back sweets for the nursery and like <laughs> a load of gifts? No, I bet. I think everything post pandemic. Now, I think on their birthday they're allowed to bring in cake, but it has to be shop cake because of allergens and stuff. Mm. They can't bring in their own homemade cake, which I guess I understand. But yeah, it's sort of sad as well. Yeah. Right, Joe. I've I've seen one picture from your your holiday. Yeah, it's the definitive image of the holiday. So I really brilliantly, maybe two hours into being on holiday, got the old sunburn. <laughs> oh, was it as quick as that? Yeah, I just got there and was really excited to be in the hot, hot heat and run around. That I um I've sort of forgot. I genuinely forgot sun cream existed for about <laughs> for about three hours. And I'll tell you, John, that's enough. Oh yeah, if, uh, if you're somewhere sunny enough, that's it. And I was, I was out for two nights sunstroke, oh, in in bed hell. by nine p.m. Two nights in a row. I was kind of delirious. There was a point the next day after the burn because you kind of treat the burn as a laugh at first, which I know you shouldn't, but it's kind of funny, right? You've got a funny color. Yeah. You, you take a photo, you send it to your mates, and then it got to like three in the afternoon, and we're all sat around having a drink, and it's a roasting hot day, and I just started shivering. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> i was really cold and then um i was wiped out two days straight just completely fucked by the sun so where factor 50 guys slap it on don't be an idiot like me the Agreed. sun's out there and it's coming um, for you peeling how was that yeah i was pretty peely pretty peely down there for a while um oh, crikey but oh and it's also immensely satisfying it's gross. Pale. It's really gross. But when you're just taking off like whole sheets of you, you feel like a snake or something. As, yeah, yeah. It's like a lizard. Yeah. Just lying in right. bed, shivering, delirious, ripping off your own skin. Fucking hell. A, a great holiday. A great holiday. Anyway, well done, everyone. A good episode. We're back. Better than ever. And both clearly so well rested from our holiday. So the episodes are only going to get better and better from here. Cheers, John. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. 
And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener